Welcome to the Scale Without Burnout podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Silito. This podcast is a result of my purpose to help ambitious business owners like you avoid stress, overwhelm, and burnout in the workplace. In this podcast, I share everything I've learned about how to grow a profitable business, stay fit and healthy, maintain strong relationships, and develop the right mindset for success. So you can thrive, feel inspired, and work at your full potential. Today, I am going to talk about the difference between perfect work and a perfect life. Now, you might be one of these people who says, you know what, you cannot grow and scale a business and build something, an empire, whatever you want to call it, that's got value unless you go all in on your work and everything else is just a distraction. You know, this idea of really enjoying a rich and meaningful life outside of work. And that's really what I'm talking about today is this idea that we've been told that it's one or the other. And when I first started getting into this work of work-life balance, and I, by the way, I I do debunk the concept of work-life balance. I'm not talking about work-life balance being this idea that you, you finish work at a certain time, you get home, you have dinner with the kids, and it's like that every single day, because the reality is when you're growing a business or trying to scale a business, that's just not possible. The upside is that you could take a week off if you wanted to. You could take a day off. I took yesterday off. It was my birthday yesterday and I enjoyed it. I took the entire day off. I didn't, I wasn't, I was guilt-free, didn't have to think about it. I just took the day off and I didn't have to ask permission from anybody. And that's the wonderful thing about running your own business. But I think we've been led to believe that unless you are absolutely committed to your work, that it's your sole focus, that it's all you think about, that you can't grow a, a successful business. And this idea of having some kind of balance outside of work is is just a distraction or we're kind of in this mindset of getting off grid and this lazy mentality that you know we're just daydreamers if we're thinking about some kind of balanced life and i just don't buy into that i just don't buy into it. one because i've seen it i've experienced it i know that there are people even in my mastermind that have come in as with that workaholic mentality have started to see their work and their life in a very, very different way and experiencing their business in a different way. And they're showing up to work in a much better, more positive way because of making some of these changes. And I think a lot of this comes back to the the industrial revolution, this idea that we could buy into that idea of going into the city, working nine till five, clocking in, clocking out and being really efficient for that period of time, then leaving, doing the commute home, being exhausted. But it kind of worked. You know, people would go from agriculture to the city. They'd earn five times the amount of money. It kind of built a a nice, happy home. There was some level of balance. But in the 80s, 90s, and certainly in 2008, that psychological contract was just torn up in front of us. The idea of committing, you know, going all in, for 30 years. So you get a nice pension, retire and work on your handicap. You know, that, those days are gone. I mean, they're gone. And it was short lived. I think if you look at history, the beginning of the Industrial Revolution to where we are now, it's a click of the fingers. It's a system that didn't really work. By the way, I'm not attacking capitalism, I'm not doing that. And I'm not even going to get political on it. That's not what, what, what I'm talking about here. It's just this idea that 
that, that worked and served us for a period of time, but I don't think serves us now. And I think we have to start thinking about our works and our careers in a much, in our businesses, in a much more holistic way to step back and say, if I go all in on this, if I commit myself to the next 30 years, what's the price? If you're looking to grow and scale your business, you're saying it's a three-year plan, a 10-year plan, a 15-year plan, just got to be laser-focused, hyper-focused, and everything else is distraction, then here's what I think is going to happen. You're going to, your health is going to deteriorate, your relationships will deteriorate, and by the end of it, your mental health will not be in the best possible shape. That's what I'm seeing. And if, and if you're prepared to put your business before your mental health and the health of the people that you care about and people around you and time with them, then I think you're going to be full of regret because we see it over and over again. And I don't want to get too Buddhist monk-like, but the, the idea of just being present and just experiencing life. And as I said yesterday, I took the day off and I just wanted to be so present with my kids and not worry about anything else and my wife and just enjoy the moment, not worry about anything. Even with the kids who did something that might might have triggered me years ago or, or made me cross because they were you know, doing something just at peace with it and just enjoying the moment and knowing that there are other battles to fight and just loving that, it, that experience that I had. So that's my message for today. Does it have to be one or the other? Are you one of these people that says, of course, if you're going to have a build a career and build a business, then you have to be all in on it. And that is just a reality. And people that don't think that way won't achieve their full potential, won't achieve what they set out to do, because that's what the means tell us. That's what the gurus keep saying and drilling into us. But where's it all coming from? Who's really trying to make us believe that, that in this short period of time that we have on this planet, that that's how we need to be every single day? And if we don't, we failed. So that's my view at the moment. I do believe life is hard. All right. And the sooner we accept that life is hard, the easier it becomes. But we've got to find a way to to enjoy both our careers and bring that those two worlds together. Otherwise, I do believe that if we put everything else on hold to follow this dream, there's a price to pay. Let me know what you think in the comments. I love hearing your thoughts. I'm going to move on to the to the questions. Going to move on to the questions. Oh, sorry, insights I've got today. Got some great insights from people today. So Adam Kilshaw says to me his insight when it comes to scaling your business without burning out. He says he would say that you have to be patient, take time to think before making decisions, and trust you and your team, if you have one, to ensure that the goals you have set are the ones that you can stick to within your plan. Uh, and I love that because patience is key. When it comes to scaling, people do rush it. You know, there is sometimes if you're launching a, a product, a particularly a tech product, there is a pace that needs to be worked at. But I think, again, you can combine patience with that. You know, this idea that we've got to get it to market, got to get a product out there and ship it. Yes, sometimes you have to work at pace. And also, if you have got a team, if you haven't got a team, if you're a solopreneur, you should still have a team because there are certainly tasks that you're doing that you shouldn't be doing if you haven't got someone you're outsourcing things to. So even if it's a, a virtual team, you, you should have a team of some sort. So thank you, Adam, for sharing that. Justin Edwards, this is a good one from Justin because this is about what I see a lot in businesses, the bottlenecks in businesses, but businesses that are trying to grow 
He says, my problem has always been finding people with the potential to develop the business, the train, you know, training them effectively to realize the skills to enable them to win new business. So bringing people into your company that can can grow, that can do business development, that can go out and win clients and nurture those clients and grow them. And my experience is it doesn't matter how good your attitude is. You can find the most wonderful people, but unless they have that DNA to go out and hunt for business and win business and build relationships and do it in, in the best possible way, then, then it becomes a bottleneck. So that's one thing. So I think there's attracting the right people. Now, good people, the best talent, they want to they wanna work for the best companies. So your branding, you have to take that seriously. There's one thing having systems, but your branding, your marketing, how you show up in the industry is absolutely key. The best athletes, the best football players, they want to play for the best club, right? So once they get to that club, then they want to play for the best coach. And we see this a lot. You know, you if, if you're a Spurs fan, like I am, I've, I think I've mentioned this before, and you eventually turn up and you get selected to play for Spurs, but then you find that Joe's age, your coach, and you're not bought into him, all right, he's gone now, but that might have been a bit of a disaster. And it's the same in business. You join an organization, you want to work for that organization. But if, you, if your manager's a dick, then you're not going to want to follow them, right? So you, your personal branding matters. How you show up matters. It's the adage of people join a company but leave their manager. You know, so if you're a business owner, not only your branding of the business, your personal branding is key. And I think, you know, Justin raises a really important point there around attracting people. But then what are your systems for onboarding them? What are your systems for training them? So you've got to attract the best talent. You've got to develop the best talent. And then you keep the best talent. And you, we've got to have a process in place to onboard those people and make sure that they're getting the right training. So, but you've got to attract the right people first. So great, great insight from Justin. Thank you for sharing that. Richard C. Fernandez says, stay positive physically and mentally. Totally on the same page with you there. Love to know more about that, Richard, and what you would do to stay physically and mentally strong or positive. And then Simon Decola says, rule is simple. Do what you love and follow what your body says. So I think what, what si- uh, sorry, Simone is saying there, not Simon, Simone is saying, trust your intuition, you know, be intuitive. If you're feeling a bit rough, if you're feeling worn out, if you're feeling exhausted, of course, sometimes there are things we just have to do, but we've got to build that time in. Professional athletes are recharging 95% of the time, you know, and training 95% of the time, they're in the game 5% of the time. If you're a business owner, an executive leader, you're in the game every single day, pretty much. You've got to find time. You've got to build it in. You've got to recharge. So great insights. Keep those insights coming in. Thank you so much. DM me with your insights. I will share them. I will give you a shout out. I really appreciate it when you do that. And I tag you. Don't forget next week is the Four Keys Workshop. We will be going live Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Fourkeysworkshop.com. Join us. It is completely free. Uh, if, you, if you go to the page, you'll see the testimonials. You'll see the experience people have on the program, on the workshop. It is insightful and you will walk away clarity on your vision, clarity of a 90 day reset, and then clarity around the type of legacy you're looking to create and how to find balance across the four keys in your business, body, relationships, and mindset. So join us, fourkeysworkshop.com. I would love to see you there. All right, that's me done. I'm just going to check on some of the comments here on LinkedIn. Shanks says, happy birthday. Thank you, Shanks. Paul Wells, happy birthday as well. Good to see you, Andrew Jenkins. Caroline uh, Blunder-Wilson says, 
She absolutely agrees with what I'm saying. Be in the present, exactly that. It's a, I think we got cut off there. And then Paul Wells saying, why are we made to feel guilty by doing what we know is right and being mindful? Yeah, why is that, Paul? Why do we feel guilty from this? And he say, he goes on to say, make sure you understand where on the adoption curve your tech is. So going back to my point about the tech and scaling tech, it's where it's, it will help you understand why it may be slowing being adopted. But there's hope. Be innovative. Yeah, I love that, Paul. And I'm sure you've got some really good insights on on that trajectory. You know, when people are, you know, that adopt an adoption curve when it comes to tech and, and starting to explore why is it slowing down? Let's let's explore that further. I think there's a topic in that. Matt Grady says Eckhart Tolle re-reading at the moment. Yeah, well, you know, you can't go wrong with that. And then someone put in the forkeysworkshop.com in the in the comments. Thank you for that. And Uni saying happy birthday. Thank you. It was yesterday, but I appreciate it. And, and I will see you again tomorrow morning, probably a little bit later tomorrow, because selfishly, this happened last year, but ice hockey has started up in Prague. So I'll be back on the ice tomorrow, which will be nice. Only five on five, but I'll be here. I'll be here. All right. Thanks very much, everybody. And I will see you tomorrow. Stay well. Thank you for listening to the Scale Without Burnout podcast. For more free resources and content on how to grow and lead your business and become the best version of yourself, head over to andrewsilito.com.